Hi, I'm Vicki Bolson, and welcome to Taking Care in Business, a podcast I created out of my passion for using business as a force for good. From environmental practices to social impacts and all that falls within the realm of corporate social responsibility, I'm always curious about how organizations are taking care in business. Welcome back to Taking Care in Business. Super excited. Today, I'm talking with two women by the name of Cindy Carter and Carmela Toller. And I originally wanted to talk with them. I didn't even know who they were, but I wanted to talk with whoever was behind an ice cream store in Indianapolis called Howdy Homemade Ice Cream. And it piqued my interest because the store employs people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And I just loved that. I loved that. And I've been to some um, places throughout the uh, country that also do that. And they're just so delightful to visit. And I always feel so just grateful for whoever is behind them. So I went and started doing some searching and came upon Cindy and Carmela and I reached out. And then funny thing, as I get their email responses, I realized that these are like the women in Indianapolis behind everything about <laughs> people with disabilities because they have a whole slew of other things that they're doing. And so I hope that we can talk about those as well. But hi, Carmela, Carmela, and hi, guys <laughs> today. Thank you. Great. We're, we're excited it's, to it's, be here. Yeah, Good. this is great. Good. I'm so excited. Well, I just found out that you guys host your own podcast, so I'm sure you're very comfortable here talking with me today. Um, but any, anyway, I want to start by talking about Howdy. Now, I am kind of assuming, after finding out more about each of you, that Howdy came after all the other stuff that you do. It did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and because you guys are, um, you know, you've got, uh, it, from what I can understand, and I want you to correct me, LEL Home Services seems like it probably was the start of your partnership together, which led to the foundation, which led to Carter Play Place, which led to the podcast, and which led to Howdy Homemade Ice Cream. Do I have that right? That is but, very close. <laughs> yeah. Carmel and I have known each other almost 40 years. It's right. It's been a long time, but uh, we mm -hmm. have not been with LEL that long. LEL is not that old. LEL is only 22 years old. That's it. Yes. It's just a baby. <laughs> so tell me about this partnership and how you met and how you both grew to be partners in so many joint ventures. Part of it is we work a lot alike. Our, we've always been able to complement each other. So we started, we met at a provider here in Indianapolis, um, St. Vincent New Hope, 30 years ago. And we began to work together and we were each other's supervisor in and out, depending on where, where our roles went. And we started out um, basically providing um, support and care for people with disabilities. And when we when we met up um, at this provider, we had came from other areas of our lives where we had begun actually doing that work. So when we got there, um, we 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 met up with each other and we 
realized that we had the same care, the same concern, the same dedication, the same enthusiasm, you know, we're going to change the world (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and make it a better place for people with disabilities to live. So we kind of set a course for that then. And we've kind of been on that course um, since we met. And then we ended up meeting up um, almost 10 years ago at um, at LEL Home Services. Um, and at that point, we were able to uh, continue working together with each other. And we have we have been ever since. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so LEL- of course, everything else you talked about came after. And, and Cindy can, you know, talk more about about that. Yeah. So LEL, we just love the vision of LEL. It's inclusion without explanation. So, so much of the world treats people with disabilities different. So they don't have access to the same experiences. They, a lot of their life gets wasted. They don't get choices. Um, And a lot of that's unconscious. I, I, you know, it's not even something that people realize that they're doing, but uh, inclusion without explanation was is kind of the foundation of the LEL enterprise that continues to grow horizontally. So we have Carter's Play Place, which is an inclusive play gym, which had to close during COVID because kids were not playing together right, in a play center. Right. Um, but recently reopened in March of this year, 2023, in a brand new location. It's adaptive swings, but kids just know it as play, right? Kids don't know that's an adaptive swing and that's something an occupational therapist would use. They just know it's a cool looking swing. Mm. And so we've got kids of all varying abilities working and playing together in that play center. And then Howdy Homemade was on the Today Show. And the only way that you can get a Howdy franchise is you have to embrace people working there of varying abilities. So Mm -hmm. if you don't want to support those initiatives, then you need to go get a Baskin Robbins or another kind of franchise because they are very (laughs) filtering, right? Of any franchise owner that's not going to support the mission of employing people without disabilities, which everybody on this podcast realizes that they're underemployed or they're not employed at all. And they're such a huge part of the workforce that people do not recognize that they are able to do this position and many positions that are currently empty. Right. Well, I didn't realize that Howdy was a franchise until I was just really doing some digging. And then I realized, um, I think there's five, unless that's changed Mm -hmm. in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. And there are not very many. There's none in the Midwest, only Indianapolis. So. We yeah. cover the entire Midwest right now. <laughs> it's such a great place. It's such a great place. I so and what I love about this story is that you, you know, it just appears that with your friendship and you know work partnership, that you are just constantly thinking of ways that you can be more inclusive and address the needs of people mm-hmm. with disabilities. You know, and so you found Howdy or you heard about it on the Today Show or whatever, and you're like. That's our next venture. That's what we need Mm -hmm. to do. And I just, I just think that is, I am so touched by it. I think it is so 
important and awesome um, because the statistics of people that are unemployed who have a, you know, a, a disability, I mean, obviously they're higher. They're not as high as I thought when I, before I did research, but uh -huh. that's because of people like you who are actively finding ways to advocate for them so that they can, you know, people with disabilities can, can find jobs and not be so misunderstood, you know? Um, so, so you saw Howdy's on, on the Today Show, and then you go and you contact the national franchise owner or whatever. And what was it from start to finish? Like, what was that experience like in getting access and, 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 um, accessibility to opening this franchise? Well, you know, we always ask ourselves, are we crazy first, <laughs> <laughs> honestly? And it was right, you know, when we're coming out of the pandemic and we, you know, there was a lot going on in business around the world for everyone. So um, we, we first asked that and then we said, you know, this is so exciting, but it's so funny how when you follow your gut, you follow your mind about things how things fall in place. And we we have um, our primary owner of LEL Home Services, Mrs. Edith Glover. I don't know if you got to see her on the website. She is so sharp. Um, and she is she has let us do so much, so many things. She has, you know, trusted us um, uh, as long as we, you know, know that we're looking at things from the perspective of, we need to support people with disabilities. So she thought we were crazy too. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but she was like, I know you all are going to do it. So we go and we meet up, we fly into Dallas and we check out the store. And before we leave there, we we're asking, how can we do it? And so we immediately knew. And so our biggest delay here was finding the perfect location for it. Yeah. Um, but we ended up doing that. But that was we went there. We stayed there. We tasted the ice cream and we uh, got some understanding about it and how it works. And our our again, our whole thing that drives us is, oh, my God, we're going to be able to, you know, help people have the good life. Oh, my God, we're going to be able to help people have the good life and found out the information. We came back and contacted our legal team and began to pursue opening um, howdy, howdy. And it, and it's a lot, you know, um, the, the equipment alone, um, and then, you know, learning how to make ice cream, but Cindy, she, she had, um, had experience in ice cream making and I, the ice cream store business cause her family owned one. Oh, so wow. that, that, that helped a long, level us long out a time ago <laughs> <laughs> when I was in my teens, but we right. didn't make ice cream. So what Carmela mm -hmm. was talking about too, is some of the delays, you know, for us opening was supply chain. So, you know, getting mm -hmm. the dipping cabinets, getting the ice cream maker, it's a huge financial investment uh, because we make the ice cream. But then you also have control over the ingredients and the recipes. Mm -hmm. You know, our, our chef did a, a jalapeno flavor. <laughs> and put it out there and you know people were like wow what what kind of flavor is this and, um, peach ice cream came out last month and it was a huge hit and continues to be a hit mm -hmm. but we have 
some autonomy there to to put out flavors that are works for Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then we have corporate flavors, you know, like Dr. Pepper chocolate chip. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a fun industry to be in. And it's really lighthearted because when people come in for ice cream, they're in a good mood. You know, they're not hangry usually. They're usually excited about being there. And the Indianapolis location too is so bright and fun. So uh-huh. we had uh, local artists do all of the artwork and it, and it looks like the old ice cream parlor. It's it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Mm-hmm. People have fun coming there and people have fun working there. Yeah, the flavors are are so unique. I didn't realize. So you have some you as part of your ownership agreement that you are corporate flavors. That's what you call them. And right. then you have the flexibility with others. And how do you mm-hmm. go about creating those? Are they suggested by people that work there, by customers? Are they a brainchild of your two? Like, how does that come about? All of the above, right, Karma? Mm-hmm. <laughs> customers are always telling us something. And then we we can sneak peek at other ice cream places and learn from them what the, right. what they're selling and yeah you know peach is a summer flavor um, we did um, what is it cinnamon toast crunch oh my yes. gosh very popular and that's a that's a rival of um, cookie nomster and cookie nomster is one of the corporate flavors which is blue and everybody loves it your teeth turn blue but the ice cream (laughs) is very good so here comes cinnamon toast crunch and cotton candy and people are are loving it um and they're not new 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 flavors but we we uh put all new all fresh ingredients in it and we have a high creamery um rate of of milk that we add to make our ice cream and so they love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's so fun. And you're right. It is such a colorful mm-hmm. environment and such a happy place to be. What mm-hmm. are the, the biggest joys for you of running Howdy and the biggest challenges? Well, I was going to add, I, I didn't um, finish saying this earlier when we were talking about how things work and following your gut. It, it is so interesting so we, as you know, our other business is providing support services to over 1,100 people here in Indiana and Ohio on the Medicaid waiver. So we've worked real hard to have a good relationship with the state of Indiana and the state of Ohio. And consequently, when we um, wanted to you know, hire individuals with disabilities, a grant came out. And the we we applied for the grant and we got the grant based on the work that we are doing at Howdy. And the grant was over $100,000 to help us look at what it takes to hire people with disabilities, what the training looks like, what the timing looks like, um, and what the skill development level is for a person to come in and scoop ice cream, to do an inventory, to working on the cash register, to running the store. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know that. But and and as as crazy as we thought it might be and what our investment was, right after we did that, then we receive a grant. And yeah. and you know, for for doing it. It's it's amazing. 
Well, and it's such great information to have too, because you can share that with other states and other people that are thinking of opening a business that employs people with disabilities and it can mm -hmm. debunk some of the myths maybe behind that. Mm -hmm. um, I noticed when I'm there um, that you, um, which is so brilliant, you it, um, it's a even amount of you, that you pay for your scoops or whatever. There's not that um, tax involved that makes it right. giving change trickier for someone so that exactly. it's just across the board. You've eliminated that from being something that you have to, you know, determine if the person can handle. So it makes mm -hmm. more people hireable. And so I would imagine that, you know, I don't know which came first, the cart or the horse here with your grant and what you discovered from it, but that those little things like that are mm -hmm. such great tips for other people who are thinking of opening a business where they employ people with disabilities. And so um, that's, that's amazing. And you know what? I don't think there are many accidents. You were going down this path of wanting to do this. Mm -hmm. It was good work. And so of course the grant's going to put itself in your mm -hmm. way, you know, and mm -hmm. I just love mm -hmm. that. I think that is so, so cool. Since then, what are you doing with the grant, um, with the research results? Are you sharing them and like what's happening from the, from that? So it's, it's called an IPP grant from Indiana and we will be sharing it. So what we're doing with the grant is, is going to be materials any employer can use. So we're creating visual materials. How do you train? How do you communicate? How do you have clear expectations? And, and one of the things that, that we found even at Howdy and you know with other employers is that they don't treat all employees the same, right? So, so we had an employee that would come in and clock in and then eat two scoops of ice cream. That is not a good ex expectation for an employee that you come in and eat as soon as you come in to work. So if we're not having clear expectations that, you know, you eat during break or you eat at the end of your shift, or you don't work a four hour shift and have an hour lunch break, we're not helping that employee. Actually, we're making them unemployable to another person or another employer. So we have to be very clear on expectations and, you have to have conversations. So it's not just people with disabilities, it's any employee. Employees want to know what does good look like? Yeah. What am I doing? You know, what do I need to tweak? You know, if, if I'm five minutes late, is that okay with my employer? Or is they really expect me to be here 15 minutes before I clock in, otherwise you're not on time. So as long as the employee and employer have those conversations, then everybody's set up for success. If we don't, then it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be visual materials that will be coming that we're creating and piloting right now. And then we're going to be doing some short videos that also will be the property of Indiana's that talk about um, these scenarios using our actors and actresses at Howdy. So we're going to be paying <laughs> them to be in scenarios of positive and negative experiences just so it's clear, you know, we find that employers have a fear factor and think they can't employ people with disabilities because they don't have 30 years of experience or 40 years in the field. You just have to know people, you know, uh -huh. and then you can do it. But, but if we can, some of these resources can help you with those fears, then, then 
all of the community will be more inclusive. Yes. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Well, that is, that is super, super cool. I think too, there's a, a um, I don't know, a misunderstanding about what defines a person with disabilities. Mm-hmm. Um, in my, you know, owning my own business, um, I, I really misunderstood that. I mean, somebody who has, um, I'm trying to think, you know, there's like, it's a far range, right? Because Huge. You, you could have, you know, arthritis and that's a disability, but it goes all mm-hmm. the way to it, which is a, a different kind of disability that has different pros and cons mm-hmm. as an employee versus someone with a different disability. And I think that mm-hmm. that, it kind of starts with really understanding what constitutes a person with a disability. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you talk about physical disabilities they can be long-term or they can be short-term. Arthritis can be long-term and it can progress. Or you have then the cognitive disabilities, which for us, we we learn that there are some things that we have to adapt. So for instance, um, someone who has co- a cognitive disability, we may learn to read or count money or walk this way or go this way, but we have to adapt it because they need to use another part of their brain to learn how to do that skill. So we have to assess that and understand that. Or like you said, the tax and all that is included. So we don't don't even have to go there because most of the people that we are hiring and working with developmental disabilities, which most are the onset before, excuse me, the age of 21, they have a cognitive disability. It, it just is there. And what comes with that then are some physical disabilities. So um, we have to understand that and modify the work. And I think that is part of the disadvantage of some um, employers. We've even noted, noted that with regards to the other howdies that opened up. Their, their, their nervous point for opening up was hiring people with disabilities. For us, that was the least of our worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah, have any we, trouble with that. It was yeah, we didn't parts. have a problem with that. <laughs> Inventory <laughs> control. And, yeah, all of that. yeah. Are you the only um, howdy that of the five that has the owners have a background in this or do the other four franchise owners also have a... Uh, you know, a, a career in um, working with people with disabilities or healthcare industry or anything like that. There's several owners that have a family member that has a disability and that's what drew them to Howdy. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, a son or a daughter and, yep. and that's what drew them mm-hmm. uh, into, into what the mission is of Howdy. That makes sense. I, I, I kind of wondered if um, when I first, you know, started researching if perhaps that was what uh, with Carmela and you, Cindy, you know, drew you. And then of course I saw all your other ventures, which I do want to talk about um, mm-hmm. them just a little bit more. So talk to me about your podcast. It's called the good life. And that <laughs> is um, where you talk with various. So the, we do, mm-hmm. we, we have different guests and Carmel and I 
would love to do it more than what we do right now. So we don't have that many episodes out, but we're hoping, you know, in the future um, to do it on a more regular basis. So the Good Life Podcast is sponsored by the LEL Foundation, and the LEL Foundation is supporting the good life for all people. And so we invite guests. Uh, so we had a guest, Lonnie Bedwell, who was um, injured in a hunting accident. And so he has no, uh, he is blind and he is uh, an extreme athlete. So it was fascinating to talk oh, wow. to him about his downhill skiing and how he's gone through white, white water rafting in Colorado and and he, what was he Mount fixing Everest. a roof or something? He was fixing a roof, you know. So he is. Oh wow! You know, that doesn't define him. He's like, I have vision, you know. I have vision. Um, I don't have sight. So it just, he's a wonderful man to meet, um, to read his book, um, and then you know to have the opportunity to spend a half an hour with someone like that. Uh, we've we've been blessed to talk with quite a few people that really impact you when you talk to them. I'm going to email you a, a guest thought that I have for oh, you. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I'll really? email you after yeah. the show. Somebody along the lines of like a recovery that is like remarkable, but I would imagine you sure. talk with people that are in, that are providers in the healthcare industry related to this, um, which is what LEL Home Services does, right? Yeah. We're on the provider side. So we are contracted with states to provide support services to individuals with developmental and intellectual disabilities. Yes. So we do that in homes, in their own homes, majorly, and or we have some homes where individuals live together in the community and we have direct service professionals that go into the home and provide that service. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. yep, that's yeah. Our service is, is different from other providers in that we're not caretakers and we train our staff not to be caretakers. You're more of like a life coach. So what is it that this person wants out of life? Let's help them follow their dream. Let's mm -hmm. help them develop valued roles. So if I'm not really, uh, you know, I don't spend much time with my brother or with my aunt, what do you do as a nephew, you know, with your aunt? How do you have a true relationship? Oh. How are you, how are you having valued roles in your community? Are you part of Kiwanis? You know, you know, what, what is it? Are you part of a church choir? It's, you don't want to just go into the community and shop and come back home. You want to be a part of a community. Right, right. So, so how, do, how does, what does that look like? And that's what we're, we're um, educating our employees about. I love it. Oh my gosh. You guys are so inspirational. You're going to be my go-to people for now on. <laughs> my question. Uh, in this genre to guide me in the mm -hmm. right direction. Um, we do have listeners from around, um, you know, the world. So do you happen to know where the other howdies are besides Indianapolis? You said Dallas? Katy, Texas, Loveneck, Texas, Denver, Colorado, and Ashley? The Ashton, um, uh, North Carolina. Oh, North Asheville, Carolina. North Carolina. Asheville. Asheville. Yes. Oh, there you go. Asheville. That doesn't surprise you, me. They're such a progressive. Uh huh. I love uh -huh. that. Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'm passing yeah. Asheville next week, so I am going to uh huh maybe hit it hit it there <laughs> as well. 
But this mm -hmm. has been a tell, great... Tell Pete we said hello. Pete. Yes. Okay, I'm writing that <laughs> Pete, down right yeah. now. Pete, I'll go in and brag about how I met you two ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been amazing. You guys are great. Um, I... Uh, where can people find you? Um, do you mind telling our listeners how they can get in contact with you? Yes, which they entity, can, right? Yeah, which right? Yeah, so, which one? Which thing? Which one? Yeah. So we had to we had to pause there for a minute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if they can contact us through LEL, right? LEL Home Services. Um, I I think that's the best. Yeah. So it would be C Carter or C Toller, T O L E R, at L E L H S dot com. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a contact button there I saw. So that, yes. that, that would get us for sure. Um, Perfect. And mm -hmm. if they're coming through Indianapolis, they can go down to the Howdy store mm -hmm. on Jersey, mm -hmm. which is near Mass Avenue. And mm -hmm. everyone will tell you to hit Mass Avenue if you visit Indy. So you'll find it, it. it. If you Google it, it's it comes up number one of the ice cream place to stop in that area. Yeah. <laughs> Good job on your marketing. <laughs> Five, stars. Yeah. Our, Five stars. Five stars, right. Yeah. <laughs> An amazing talking to you. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Vicki, for having us. Thank you so much. It's been great. Here are my takeaways from my conversation with Cindy and Carmela. You know, I just love how these two met. They met early on in their careers. They both shared a passion for advocacy in the community for people with disabilities. They, they worked on several businesses together and ultimately decided to open up a Howdy's Homemade Ice Cream franchise in Indianapolis. Amazing ice cream served by amazing people. How true is that? They are showing how businesses can not only survive, but thrive and not despite, but because they are employing people with disabilities. I hope that they will continue to share this story so others can learn from them and so that more Howdy's franchises will open across the U.S. I know the next time I'm having a hankering for ice cream, I know exactly where I'm going. Taking Care in Business is hosted by Vicki Bolson and is produced by me, Morgan Hartman. Together, Vicki and I are part of the team here at Bolson Group. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like to help support our show, please follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For the latest news and updates, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Taking Care in Biz, that's biz with a Z, or by going to our website at takingcareinbusiness.com. If you have any questions, comments, or have a guest suggestion, you can email us at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today and stay tuned for our next episode to learn more about using business as a force for good.